Hello, it is your partner, Big Boy, interested in giving back to your community while making new connections in your neighborhood. Introducing Neighbor to Neighbor, a California volunteers network that empowers you to take action, contribute to local needs, and be a part of something bigger than yourself. Visit caneighbors.com to learn more about how you can get to know your neighbor and strengthen your community. Neighbor to Neighbor, it takes a neighborhood. Hello. Hey guys, welcome to Reality Bites, a podcast about sex, love, relationships, and dating in the digital age. I'm your host, Courtney Kosak. And I'm Courtney's co-host, Steve Hernandez. My friends call me Big Hern. <laughs> <laughs> um, this was a super fun episode. Um, Dan Gill is our guest, and he came on. He co-hosts the Groomzilla's podcast and is like 16 days away from getting married. And... Um, Steve, you got a ring in your pocket? Or are you just happy oh. to see me? <laughs> <laughs> That's just my small, small penis. Uh, no, I love Dan. Dan and I have been friends forever. We started doing comedy around the same time. Uh, it's been really cool watching him ascend as an actor. Yeah, he's doing great, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's gotten movies. Uh-huh. He gets a bunch of commercials, which is a ton of money, you know, so you can do other things. But uh, he's always been such a great, solid, fun guy. As you guys see... And uh, him and Wendy have been together forever since I've known him the whole time. Yeah, totally. So um, his wedding's really exciting. He co-hosts with Eric Dorian, who's getting married in December. And they're best friends. And yeah. their, re- their whole relationship is just really cute as it unfolds on the podcast. Like, they're, like, really sincere about how much they like each other. It's super cute. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, uh, but, yeah, his wedding's in a couple weeks. Eric's wedding's in December. Both guys I love, and I'm both excited for their weddings. They both... Love their women, and they're real modern guys where you don't, there's no hubbub about gender roles or anything. So I'm very excited for everybody. Uh, you sure you don't want to have kids? Because we've talked about this off mic. You sure you don't want to have kids? We were just talking about this, you guys. I, I, I just feel like I should be more sure if I'm going to do it. Do you know what I mean? It's not like no, absolutely no part of me wants to have that experience or be a mother or like, I don't, it's not like I don't see the beauty in it. It looks fucking so dope. In some ways, it's like an unparalleled life experience that you get to go through. And like, would I feel like I missed out on something? Maybe a little bit. But at this point, I just feel like I would be too distracted from the task of child rearing by like creative things that I want to accomplish. And I should be more, I should want it more. I'm not over the, the like. Does Wade want kids? Uh, no, no. I mean, he's kind of the same, kind of at the same level where it's like, I just don't think kids are something you should be like, take it or leave it about, you know? Uh, yeah, I absolutely agree with you, but I've been talking to so many of my friends, you know, people, our peers, and nobody's having kids and it's like starting to bum me out or they don't want them, but cause these are all good people. And I'm like, who are going to just shitty people are going to be having kids then? Yeah. But also we live in a very specific part of the country and like, I know good people like back in Minnesota and relatives of mine that are like having full families and like you know raising kids that are the kind of kids that 
you know, I think are going to build a nice future, but I don't know. We're all, we're selfish out here. Yeah. <laughs> I but mean, I just, I think maybe we're being short-sighted is what I'm saying. Cause I, I, know I those, agree with that, but don't, first... don't you know a lot of people, the reason you don't have a lot of friends that are having kids right now is because like Dan is the first of you know, he's like what, 35 or something like that? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, so he's been with Wendy for like 10 years and they're now just getting married. In a couple years, they're going to have kids. And most people aren't even as far along as they are who are out in LA trying to fucking do their shit. Yeah, yeah, you're right. But I, I don't know. You know, I, I know, I think I woke up last week or something like that, but it was very clear. When I woke up, I was just like, oh, I want to have a kid. And it's the first time where, because I've waffled back and forth between it. You seem pretty sure. When you talk about it, you seem like into it and like you're excited. And like, it's not, it's not like a way off on the horizon kind of a thing. No, it's I think like, if I'm going to do it, it's got to be in the next couple of years. I don't want my kid, I don't want to be 65 and have an 18 year old. So I've got to have a kid pretty soon. Uh, yeah, I'm just trying to accept where I am in, in my life and everything. And just um, even we talk about this with Dan a little bit, but um, I've been with Julia now. We, we had the breakup, but, you know, I, I'm connected to her and it's been a few years. Uh-huh. And um, she is she the she moved in a few weeks ago. And the more I know her, the more wonderful she becomes to me, uh-huh. the more I think she's like so perfect in so many ways and would be a perfect partner for me. Yeah. Um, Because the things that I hate about myself or I would like, you know, I, you know, I lose my wallet with $400 in it and she, I go, man, I feel like a loser. And she just laughs at me. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what I need. And uh, I think I'm really good for, I don't know if I'm really good for her. No, your compatibility seems like right on. Yeah. She loves me with everything in her. So, and this chick wants to have kids, you know, she's, she wants one. If I would give her one now, she would take it now. Um, But I just need a couple more couple more things i'm not even getting greedy but things are starting to pick up for in my career now so if i can just get a couple more things you're about to be a daddy yeah then then i'll i'll just rip that iud out with my teeth something <laughs> like that. yeah i do think it's important that both people in the relationship like if you're you're planning on maybe spending your life with someone that you should you know know if you want kids and if your part your potential partner does and also my hesitation about having kids has absolutely nothing to do with Wade. Like I, I could totally Dan's marriage story. I don't know. It's it almost inspires me to have like a real wedding. But I do think like that's not too far away, and I can see it. And it's the first relationship that I'm like, oh, I can I can see how this would be good for a long time, and I can see, you know, how we really make each other feel good and contribute positively to each other's lives. And like, that's, it's something that I, in the past would have been scared to do or talk about really. And it's not something I'm, I feel like with him. Yeah. I think I'm in that place where I'm starting to understand. I know where my marriage went wrong and a lot of it just had to do that. We didn't want the same things, Uh but my life changed so differently. When we got married, I didn't have comedy. I mean, I remember, I didn't tell this story on the thing, but I remember sitting down. I asked both her parents to, I said, we met halfway because they're from San Diego and I'm from LA. And so we met in, I think, Temecula (laughs) uh, at a Mexican place that you could still see from the freeway. 
But I remember just talking to her folks, uh, facing both of them. Her dad's real quiet, like to the, like quiet, like there's something wrong with him. And the, the mom, her mom was doing all the talking, really nice. They're both very nice, loving people. But I remember telling them, yeah, you know, and I could pick up a third night at the bar. I mean, cause this is what my prospects were. I make good money at the bar. Uh-huh. But like, I was like, yeah, I could pick up a third night at the bar. I could be making $55,000 a year and uh, have all my days available to raise the kids and to help out whatever. And like, that sounded like a good plan to me at the time. Um, How long ago was that? Jeez, uh, I don't know, eight, 10, maybe 10 years ago now. Damn. So I don't, yeah, yeah, about yeah, about ten years ago, where I I told them like I could do that, and they were just like, "Geez, we can't say no to this poor fucking guy." But <laughs> <laughs> they were like responsible, good people, you know, conservative, good people. But they they always treated me with love, and they always accepted me. Like they, it was a big deal to them that I didn't have my college degree, like that. Oh really? But, but they always were very loving to me and and very good to me. So, but yeah, I mean. Uh, that's so interesting. Yeah, I mean, that when I think of that, that, oh, that's what my life looked like to me. And I do love the bar business and the restaurant business so much. I'm very, I'm very fortunate that, uh, you know, I, I have to work so little and still able to do my art. Yeah. But when I go to work, I like, I love bartending so much. To me, it's like being a pastor still. And that's my heart where I'm like, I, I want to be present for these people. I want to make sure they have a really good time. I mean, this is when I'm taking the train into Govina. Uh-huh. I'm like, you know, it's really nice that they, I think a bar is so cool if you have a good local neighborhood bar. It's cool to just stop by. But it's and have, not comedy. It's, it's not, not your comedy. It could, it, it, it wasn't. When I was just being a bartender, I was sad. I didn't know what was missing from my life, uh-huh. uh, but I knew it wasn't a calling. We, I would make my wife dinner when she got home and we watched TV. Yeah. And uh, right now, however unsure my life is and anything like that, with comedy in it, um, I don't care. Everything, I'm happy. I do think, I first of all, I do think uh, Wade was married to, once before, too. Oh, I, don't, and, I didn't know that. Yeah, and uh, a vastly different person, I think, you know, really, 10 years ago or more than he is today. And I and that sort of, it goes right back to Dan. It's like the reason that he felt like he needed to wait 10 years or nine years or however long, even though he felt like Wendy was, was really right for him during that whole nine year journey is because he needed to feel like he was like, knew himself and was this like full person. And you know, at what, at 35, He's a lot closer to that than he was, you know, when they first started dating at like 25. Yeah. And I think that might be why I'm ready to like have kids now and stuff before too. Uh, My dad, you know, my dad is, you know, I come from an abusive home and I get along really well with my dad. And, but uh, Mike, Mike, the engineer could tell you, my dad was a very scary man, right? (laughs) Mike's nodding. Yes. He's nodding. Yeah. Yeah, So, (laughs) I mean, like I had, I've had demons, you know, maybe having to do with drinking or Uh eating and anger and all these things where I didn't know if I could beat those things or what Uh kind of person. But in the past couple of years, I, I do believe that I have a, uh, that my light side is bigger than my dark side. Oh, I love that. So I, I think now that I, I can do that and I really do. You know, like I can not drink for a year. I, I mean, I just did that. I can do stuff like that. And I think once a kid comes into the thing, then I could be like, okay, I don't, because I, I even think about that. I don't, I'd hate to be, and who knows what my drinking is going to be like in the future, but I'd hate to be drunk and my kid needs me and right. I, I'm not capable of being I, sober, but I don't, I'm not worried about that anymore. 
So I, I think, okay, maybe, maybe I do have something to offer some little brown baby, some little half white, half brown baby. Oh. Who knows though? TVD, you guys, but Dan Gill is, he's sure. And it sounds like him and Wendy are going to be, have an awesome life together. So let's But don't see. take our word for it. Take it from Dan right here in his own very words. Hey guys, we are here with today's guests. One guest could be two with your co-host Dan. I know. Oh, you want to get him on the you want to get him on the phone? We we didn't know how to approach it technically, so we were just like we'll settle for Dan Gill. Yeah, I don't handle <laughs> I don't handle any of the technical stuff when we Skype him in, so I don't blame you. Yeah, I have other podcasts too and I couldn't be because I run everything and yeah. uh, I couldn't begin to know how to do that. It's yeah. like one too many tutorials. Yeah, yeah really. Yeah. <laughs> it's it doesn't seem too complicated. It's just a Skype. Yeah, that's but, what I'm saying. But. And then they plug it into the auxiliary port somehow. But Eric <laughs> has a mic on his end. I don't know. It's we're breaking down barriers over there at Forever Dog Studios. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys have a great new show called Groomzillas. Yeah, charting your course to the altar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I am. I'm very close. I'm like. Two and a half weeks away. How myself. many days? You know how many days? Uh, I actually, well, I could just do the math. I think it's like 16 or 17. Yeah, it's like 16, 17 yeah. days. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Getting down to it. Yeah. Every um, time you guys record, you're, you give an update on your days. Yeah. Yeah. So we've been doing it, I think, about six or seven weeks now. Um, and yeah, it's just been a firsthand look at what it's like to be a groom <laughs> on his way to the altar. Um, some weeks are better than others, but I'm at this point, I'm pretty much, you know, my goose is cooked. I'm everything's in place and I just got to <laughs> wait for it to be over, which is not, I realize a positive attitude to look towards marriage, oh, no. but Wendy feels the same way. We're both just like, once the wedding is over, our lives are going to be pretty fun because we won't have to plan a wedding. Right. Um, um, I feel like that's kind of the, what's cool about the podcast is that it's like, this modern man's, it's like, it's very uh, equal how you guys are like approaching, like you're yeah. equally stressed out, it seems like. Yeah, well, yeah, that's that was kind of our idea because Eric is also a modern man and we're both just sort of, you know, gender roles aside. Uh-huh. It's 2017, we're getting married. It's not like, you know, traditionally the bride's day. Right. Kind of making it a twofer. And, and, or you like know. you've just been drinking Mad Men style up to the <laughs> wedding yeah. day and Wendy can just do everything yeah. herself. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's really no different from any other wedding or not. I'd be drinking Mad Men style just to get through my day. <laughs> Dan's got a drinking problem. <laughs> Crippling. I'm so Crippling. sorry if that Crippling. was <laughs> drinking problem. sensitive. Yeah. Um, so that's my I, next podcast. I, I, uh, but have you guys... Um, because I know you, you were hesitant to get married anyway, right? Yeah, I don't know if it was hesitant. I, the idea of marriage changed for me a little bit. Um, I don't really know why or when. Uh, I, was just, I was just doing that dude thing you do in your late 20s where you just like play it cool, even though you've been in a relationship for But yeah, you've been with Wendy years. for how long? How? Uh, it'll be nine years when we get married, or like nine years October. So yeah, plenty of time. Um, <laughs> I'm sure I love her. <laughs> yeah, I, I am in. I'm, I'm in on the Wendy train. Um, yeah, I don't know. I can't really explain it other than I just was young. And Wendy's four years younger than me, three and a half years younger. So she was 21 when we started dating. Um, so marriage was never really a pressing issue. We were just sort of having fun. What changed? 
I don't know. Uh, I think it was just me getting older and realizing that, um, you know, there, there was never going to be someone else. I knew if I was going to get married, it would be to Wendy. It was always just the idea, I guess, of marriage that. Yeah, I feel I like when why. you're in your 20s, too, that's like a huge. The best marriages, I think, are oftentimes the ones that like wait until they know who they are. Yeah. As people, individuals. Yeah. I had friends from Iowa and they're still married and it's not a problem to get married right out of high school, but that's a common thing in the Midwest is to uh-huh. get married when you're in your early twenties. Um, but yeah, we just wanted our careers to take shape and our lives to take shape before we even really considered it as a reality. And then I just started, uh, you know, feeling old and I'm like, well, this is <laughs> life. Life happens while you're making plans, as they say. So. <laughs> Might as well just make this official and move on to the next thing. So what was the... Very the f- romantic. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but I mean, you guys have talked about it through the years and everything, too. So this oh, yeah. isn't anything like, yeah, she's not shocked to hear you talk like this or anything. No, no. And, and I think she would say the same thing if she was here, which just, you know, it's been an evolving thing. It's a living, a living idea, marriage. And now it's just taken... We're ready for it now, so we're excited. But okay, let's let's talk about like buying a ring and that kind of yeah. thing. Something happened for you where you're like, oh, it's time. Like, yeah, did you guys yeah. have some kind of conversation, or was it? Finally- what was your aha moment? Right, that's what you're asking. Sure. Um, I think it was probably last fall. I started thinking because I I knew I wanted to do it for about nine months before I actually did it. And it, then I was just like trying not to do it because I didn't want to do it around the holidays. Then the holidays snuck up on me. I'm like, well, now I can't do it. I don't want to do like a Christmas proposal or like Thanksgiving proposal. Um, I don't know what's changed. I think maybe just the holidays coming around and we were like just planning family stuff. Uh-huh. And it just kind of is like, I realized it was kind of silly that we weren't married yet. I'm like, what, what are we doing? Like, come on, we're family here. Um, but then the holidays came and I didn't want to do it on the holidays. And then... I didn't want a New Year's thing, and then it was Valentine's Day, so I just kept <laughs> kicking the ball down the road to make sure there had there was no like weird um, association with the proposal. And then she just went out of town uh, for work for a few weeks, and I knew I wanted to take her dad out to and just do the old-fashioned ask mm-hmm. your daughter, ask for your daughter's hand. I don't know what I did. That is so old-fashioned, but I do also kind of love it. It's a weird, like, it's very, yeah, dichotomous it's very, thing. So you just took the dad out, not the mom? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, That's that so old-fashioned. And to be like, hey, do you, yeah, without her privy to the... How did you set it? I mean, yeah. did you call, I mean, call him? I called him. And, and after I did that, let me tell you, if, the, if you're going to go down this road... <laughs> <laughs> just be be fully aware that once you set up the plans with the father-in-law that that train has left the station <laughs> as it should i mean but that was more that was more daunting to me than like the actual proposal because mm-hmm. that's where like it really well because when you said hey uh you've never hung out with him one-on-one before right <laughs> I, mean, I don't know no but, yeah no, right? i i don't call larry conley all that much <laughs> I mean, um, I, I remember when I did it, uh, when I asked... Oh, yeah. Yeah, because her folks live in San Diego. Yeah. And I remember, um, I mean, she really, she told... My ex-wife really was on a thing. She told me, I need six months to plan the wedding, and I want to get married in October. So that's your timeline. There you go. And if you don't do it 
This one, we may as well have never been together because you've wasted my time. Oh my she, God, she that's 22, so manipulative. She was 22 years old. She was 22. Yeah, when she told me that, 22 years wow. old. Confident so, 22. Yeah, uh, so I remember there was a, a trip when we went down to San Diego to visit her to folks. And I remember we were getting in the car and I was packing up stuff. And she was, I don't know, in the house real quick last minute. I remember looking at her folks' eyes and say, hey, I... I'm gonna give you guys a call. I gotta, I gotta talk to you guys soon. Uh-huh. And you're right. That, that is the most terrifying yeah. thing. Yeah. Where, where'd you, where'd you take him? Uh, well, I called him first out of the blue, and it was just like, "Hey, Larry." <laughs> <laughs> do you call him Larry? I do call him Larry. Okay. All right. Um, but I don't call him on the phone all that often. <laughs> He's just like, "Hi, how's it going?" I'm like, "Good. How you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, he's like, why are you talking to me right now? What is going on? Um, I was like, I was wondering, uh, just while Wendy's out of town, maybe we should go get some lunch sometime. And he's like, oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, I thought that'd be fun, Barry. Um, and he's like, okay. I was like, I have a question I want to ask you. He's like, okay. Okay. And then my, like, and then my heart started pounding. I'm like, oh, shit. Now I... Because you can't like ask the father in law out yeah. to lunch and then like ne- two years later, I'm like, oh, Wendy, you want to get married? I asked your dad's permission two years ago. Um, <laughs> so then I just took him out to lunch in Manhattan Beach where her parents live. And it was it was fine. It was, you know, I've, I've hung out with Larry before. He I found out that he was also curious to know what was going to happen at the lunch because he did his first daughter did not have this go down. So he was like talking to Joni, his wife. Like She asked her husband, didn't she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah. Sophia did that too. Wait a minute, hold on. How'd you know that story about Dan? I heard Groomzilla's. it on the podcast. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Check it out, Steve. Check it out. Yeah, I listened <laughs> to the first two episodes, okay? It was on the first episode. <laughs> yeah, it was no, pretty No, was it? Was it? Yeah, proposal stories. Huh. Okay, I'm sorry. I, maybe I turned it off during the Dodger, the hour-long Dodger conversation. You can get a lot gonna... of Dodger updates on the podcast. Yeah. It's, a, it's and mostly analogies. about the Dodgers. Yeah. A, a lot, lot of, of relationships in baseball terms. Mm-hmm. Both. You realized early on that us talking about the Dodgers was like our life raft we were clinging to. So we didn't have to like actually right, plan so the marriage. It hadn't happened with Joni. Uh, so he, this is the first yeah, time he Yeah, they conferred and they're like, should I grill him? He didn't really know what to do either because he had never been asked <laughs> for his daughter's hand in marriage. Can so, you imagine how nerve-wracking that is? As nervous as it is for you, yeah. you're like, what am I supposed to be doing here? Yeah. Looking this fucking guy in the eye. And he's yeah. known you for years. Yeah. And I'm sure you guys are he, friendly enough. Yeah, we get along. He likes me. I, do, I was fully expecting to get permission. So <laughs> that would have been a kind of... Surprising how he said, you know what? I'm, I'm jury's still out on you, Dan. <laughs> um, but yeah, he, I mean, he was just, he's very, uh, he likes to give toasts and he's, he's always full oh, of advice. Nice. So he, he gave me some marriage pep talks that I was expecting and they were helpful. Um, and then it was just, you know, it was just a lunch. I'm like, all right, I'll see you later. And then he went home and told her entire family that, <laughs> like, it was cat, coming. Cat out of the bag. Yeah. So like a bunch of people knew. I'm like, <laughs> so no. how long after that and then well, hold on, hold on. Yeah. i want to ask you some follow-up questions because we're kind yeah. of in the same boat uh you you obviously your acting career and everything it's always steadily moving along at any point are you scared that you're financially you won't be able to take care of her i'm just asking like hey no. i mean we're in the same boat no that that was and i think that's why i waited so long not that i have to take care of her financially to be her husband but it's just sort of 
the idea of um, establishing myself mm-hmm. as you know an individual. Um, so yeah, I'm always terrified. I, I, every Sunday night, I can't sleep for some reason. <laughs> it's been Game of Thrones up to this point. But yeah, I don't know what. Yeah. It is. now it's the Deuce. Now it's the Deuce. <laughs> I'm just I'm just tossing and turning. <laughs> Oh my god, that show's so bad. Oh no, I love it. Really? I, I'm kind of on board. The first one, I was like, this show is gross. Why the first one was show? terrible. I couldn't get back on board. I was like, oh, for sure this is going to die a gruesome oh, death. Oh no, yeah. I love no? the deuce. I Franco's love having fun, which I like. Dude, Franco is the man. Yeah. Why is Franco playing his fucking brother? Why doesn't Franco's brother play his fucking brother? They're twins. They're twins. And it's a real, based on true story. Right. Oh, is it? I didn't know that. Yeah, I think. He plays them both very well. Yeah. No, I was mortified so? for him. I was like, this is a fucking shit stain on your career. Are you completely caught up on the deuce? I am, yeah. He's great. I'm yeah. telling you. And the other brother, there's such differences. And, yeah. But it's both. Okay, you can see okay. Franco on both of them. I'll give oh, it yeah. another episode. Hey, you don't, David Simon doesn't need you. It's and true. He doesn't need me, okay? I'm just telling <laughs> you right Simon's now. Franco is going to do fine without either one of us. Yeah. But I'm just telling you, I look forward to the deuce every week. Yeah. You're tossing a turn in Sunday nights. Yeah, I mean, it's just stresses that everybody has about whether they're ever going to earn another dime in this town or anywhere. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, and, you know, looking in the mirror and seeing gray hairs in my beard and seeing <laughs> time ravage my my. I mean, he used to, yeah, he used body to, and, I'll be like, what a little angel cherub boy with the way that the mustache, the curly locks, yeah. you know. He used now, to be all ahead of me, and yeah. now... It's on the way. It's on the way down. Yeah, yeah. Grizzled, going down. just a grizzled man in front of me. Mm-hmm. And I, so I, that's why I locked Wendy down because I'm like, you're coming down with me. We're going down hard, <laughs> and we're going down fast. Okay, so uh, yeah, did you have any idea then what you wanted to do for a proposal? Uh, I knew I didn't want to make too big of a deal of it, um, just because I, I mean I I consider myself a romantic person, but I didn't want to be like. We'll get all her friends together, and we'll all go to her special place this special time. Like, you don't I, want to be cheesy. Yeah, I didn't. I exactly. I think that doesn't really speak to who we are as a couple or who I am as a guy. Uh-huh. Um, to like, you know, get. I don't know. I would talk to guys who were like getting all her friends together from college, and they're going to do it on a certain date because the date lines up with where they've been doing. I'm like, I'm just going to like ask her on a hike. Um, which is what I ended up doing. But uh, then I, I overcorrected the other way and like didn't plan enough. <laughs> <laughs> wait, how'd you but pick wait. the ring? That was, I, I lucked out there. I haven't bought her an actual ring yet. I have a family <laughs> ring that was my great grandma's. And then I also found out that she has a family ring after I proposed. So she has two diamond rings between both of our families. So I haven't bought an. I never bought an official engagement ring. That's nice. So you just. Uh, you, what do you have to buy a band now or something to combine them or something? Yeah, we're gonna do. I don't know. We're gonna figure out something, or I might. I might buy her a stone on one of our anniversaries to add to it because it's just a little. It is a diamond, but it's like from the '60s, and it's my great grandma's, and it's. That's another thing. Like I don't. You know, blood diamonds and like the whole, mm-hmm. like politics of buying a big rock for. In this political climate, I don't feel as responsible. <laughs> That's a really good line to have if you're the one buying the diamond. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Whoa. so the, the, this non-planned uh, proposal. Yeah, well, we live by Griffith Park, and we hike in Griffith Park all the time. So I knew I wanted to do it there on a hike. Um, and this one particular trail we go on, and I, know, I just know it's secluded. Um, but then I, of course, tip my hand. I'm like, let's go on a hike this Friday at 5. <laughs> 
This is so weird. She's like, what? Like, yeah, you can leave work early for a nice Friday evening hike, right? She's like, I guess. Why can't we just... I'm like, no, I want to do a Friday night. I'm really feeling the Friday night early, early evening hike. So she's like, okay. Who's ever left work early but for But she just, did leave yeah. work early? Yeah, she's like... Because she was coming from Santa Monica at the time or something. She's oh, like, so she had to take a half day. <laughs> For the spontaneous like, hike. We have to do it at five. Are you sure? I'm like, yeah, gonna gonna hold firm on this. Be home at five so we can go on a totally meaningless hike. Just, you know, get some exercise. Um, and then as if that didn't give it away enough, she, and this is very <laughs> in poor taste on my end, but she was like putting on workout clothes. And I was like, hey, maybe put on a, put on a little something nicer. That is so funny. Where's the makeup? <laughs> It's such like I like how I set myself up as this modern man, but then I'm like, hey, why don't you throw on some lipstick there, doll? Why don't you cuten up a little bit for this? Like, we all we never take pictures. So we could take a few pictures on a hike. We'll put them on Instagram. It'll be great. Oh did she? God. I mean, once you talked to her after she did, she know? Uh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. If yeah, she she had known and she thought it was going to be the situation where she thought it was coming and it didn't come. So she was setting herself up for a letdown. Just. I guess because she knows me so well. Uh, <laughs> She's like thought that there were five different times yeah. that you were going to do <laughs> this. This has already happened several, once a year I try to like <laughs> set up a moment that seems like it could be the proposal. Um, but then, yeah, then I got down one knee and she knew it was coming and I didn't really have a speech planned, which was a huge misfire on my, cause it's like, I'm pitching myself to be her husband. And she, I was like, will you marry me? And she was like, yeah. Why do you want to marry me? Oh my God, yes! And I was like, first of all, great question. <laughs> and I will think about that and get it back to you. Um, and oh then God, I quickly, what did you say? I was just like, what do you mean, why do I want to marry you? We're perfect for each other and we, we should be married. I don't want to, I want to be your, yeah. I basically did what I'm doing now. I rambled a bunch of cliche things that had no meaning. Um, but, but we're still very sweet, I'm but sure. We're sweet and I got through it. Uh, yeah, I did not give it any thought, but now I'm going to make sure I know what I say for the actual wedding. For the vows? <laughs> yeah. Are you guys doing, are you writing your own? I think, yeah, we are going to write short little vows. And then, um, my friend from high school and now brother-in-law who ended up marrying her sister is going to do the ceremony. Um, so yeah. Did you wind up getting the church? I didn't make it that far. We, we actually threw the towel in on the church because, um, Variety of reasons. One, we're, we're just like, she grew up Catholic, but I'm not Catholic at all uh-huh. or really religious at all. Uh-huh. So Catholic ceremony always felt like a odd way to go. We really just wanted to do it because it's right next to our house. Um, but they're doing some big carnival that day and it was a whole big problem. Uh-huh. Which, and it was hard to talk to Donna Marie, who's like their social events calendar lady. And then Father Tom was in Portugal, and we, could, we couldn't get Father Tom on the horn. It's like, all right, you know what? Let's just do it all at the Masonic Lodge. Um, oh, and that's where you landed? Which is what we're going to do, yeah, just down the street. Oh, I love Willis. that. Yeah. Um, which is a really weird site for, a, it's just a weird venue. Like, it's where I vote. It, the inside is very cool, and it's like, hasn't changed since 1959, which we like. But it's also just kind of like, it shows its age and like we have to bring in a lot of the stuff and there's like always homeless people out front which isn't great oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but I think it'll be okay hopefully it goes fine 
It's great that it's in the neighborhood. That's why we're doing it. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're Because, we're, you know, we just walk down to that street every weekend of our lives. And that's just where we want to bring people and family from out of town. And it kind of like adds a special... You know, like I, I live in that neighborhood too and like sort of pass by that place all the time and then it makes it like yeah. this like special landmark to you. Yeah, for, going forward. Yeah, yeah, totally. It won't just be the place where I voted for Trump. It'll also be the place where... <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> we changed the course of history and voted for the yeah. rebel. Yeah. You know? He's a, he's a... It's nice to have someone... I just dropped that midway through and you guys are like, what's going on? <laughs> I'm like w- literally wearing a Hillary shirt mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. now. So did you think about, I always just think about eloping, like that that sounds like yeah. the shit. That's well, that I was. I think Dan's tried to like get out of this in every way he <laughs> yeah. could throughout the years. Yeah. I think, uh, I think it, you just really want to have kids, right? Yes. But that Wendy what... just wouldn't let, she was like, you're yeah. going to have to marry me first. Yeah. Oh, you wanted to do just like knock her up and then like, duh, you're going to be together. Yeah, like we have friends who aren't married and they uh-huh. have very successful relationships and they have kids together and they're just together. Totally. Um, which, I, you know, I always thought, why can't we just do that? And I, I don't know why I was so, I guess it's just the money thing. I was just like, why pay for a wedding for like, we don't need to buy a bunch of people dinner. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the more I think about it, it's like, well, how often do you get to buy people dinner and like have a, <laughs> have a big party for people? It's like, you know, you now that we're like graduating and all the milestones are kind of passed, it's like a wedding and then a funeral is the, the two big hurrahs you got coming down the pike. Um, and you can't be there for the funeral, so you might as well have a wedding. Um, Ooh, very dark, romantic. Dark turn. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I always wanted to just go to a courthouse and elope. Yeah. And just be done with it. Um, but that's like drag, that's like a version of, I guess I have that role in my relationships typically too that I would be like more hesitant about the commitment or like just be like duh I love you like you know this is working or whatever yeah but yeah it it doesn't come with like the big statement and effort right and I think weddings are just it's it's fun to give people something to look forward to like I specifically my people like my dad like don't have a lot going on these days and like uh, I think it, it was It'll be fun to bring the family out here. I'm like, Dad, mm-hmm. we're getting married in six months. Come out to LA. This will be a nice thing. You can like, you know, not that he has nothing going on, but I think it's just <laughs> fun for you know. It's it's no, not I mean, just about you. you. It's you, like yeah, the you when you start to realize together. it that it's for your friends and yeah. your family. Yeah, it's not just about those things that they love to even like aunts and uncles you don't see that often. Yeah, this is all we have in this life. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. these milestones and. Because uh, otherwise, yeah, it's just a dreary thing. Yeah, but you don't really get together. You always say, you know, we should go somewhere. You know, there are reunions every now and then, I guess. But nothing brings people together like it. the joy of a wedding. Well, especially you guys have been together so long. Sometimes, I've been to weddings where you're like, I don't know if these guys are going to make it. Yeah. Like, and those are very sad weddings. But this one is so, so sweet and so nice. It's going to mm-hmm. be a real big celebration and everyone's going to be... And then you're going to get a baby in a couple of years, probably, right? I hope so. Now, now that I'm, yeah, now that it's becoming official and we can like start trying, I'm just assuming that I'm a sterile man. <laughs> like, I've been thinking about that lately. Uh, I don't, you know, I don't know if I'm going to. Julia doesn't say 
she's just quiet about the things. Yeah. Like she's, but I think she wants to get married. Yeah. And now that I've been divorced, I don't know. I just don't know. Yeah. But I also probably like, like what you did with Wendy, although a little different since I've been divorced, I'm probably like, well, if this is going to make her happy, I want to make her happy. Yeah. I don't give a shit. And we're all adults here. If something were to go wrong or something, you know, but, um, I do think about that, like how awesome it'll be to get that woman off of birth control. And how great that sex is going to be where you're like, this is why we're alive, you know? (laughs) This is why the universe has brought us forth. You're looking down in the eyes of the woman you love or at her back. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And you're like saying, I'm going to put a baby. I'm looking forward to that kind of sex just to be like, I want to put a baby. Yeah, we're trying. We are. This is what this is why you have sex. What we're trying to do right now. Yeah. I've also gotten like scared just like. Once we do start doing that, just like thinking about the kind of sex you have versus like what kind of baby you have. Like, I don't. <laughs> oh, my God. I, you have. I, are you doing her, a bit about this? I think I'm, he's yeah, thinking of yeah, writing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like. thinking a bit because like I don't. I, I've already told her. I'm like, OK, just so you know, like once you once it's your time in the month or whenever you feel like you're fertile, don't tell me. Because I don't want to know what was going on in my sick, depraved head <laughs> while we were making a baby. <laughs> like, like, oh, we conceived during that time? Oh, boy. Okay. Well, strap in because we got <laughs> some weird, weird thing coming out. Courtney, that you don't want to so dress? Funny. Uh, well, there is the statistic that like when you bring your family together and like you have a wedding versus uh-huh. just eloping like you're more likely to stay together oh, really? the people that spend a shit ton of money aren't necessarily like more likely to stay together but having the having the middle the, ground having the party yeah throwing yeah. the thing yeah. is like because their theory is that you know you have people that you've invited to support the wedding or right. to support the marriage yeah. that comes out of it yeah um i I don't know. I I definitely would want to have like a party. I just feel like it's it's so special that yes, I would want to sh- maybe share it with people, but also like it's just I really just would I I mean, I think I want to marry Wade, but you know, I could just do it with him and have it feel just as special, I think. What about your folks? Your folks seem eh, like they would really. Them. No, they would totally love it. I mean, that's the flip side of the coin is like that yeah. I can give them this experience and like there is something spec. You know, I'm not someone to like have all this pomp about, you know. Yeah. Make it about yourself. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's nice to share it with the people that you love. I think so. Uh, and, and, I'm, and I'm not just I do want to get married to Wendy. I don't think I'm, this is like a consolation where I'm like. All right, I'll give the broad. She's, <laughs> yeah. put in her, she's put in her time. <laughs> I don't know. There's something, I mean, because I know you're a romantic guy too. There's something nice, I think, about saying I'm your husband. And I want to sure. take care of you. You're my wife. I yeah. want to take care of you. I think yeah. that's a very sweet thing. Um, yeah. And uh, I think doing that in front of people makes it, I think to your point, makes it a little more official than mm-hmm. just, you know, the paperwork is very official. But it's it's also just in front of like a stranger at the courthouse you don't really know. She's like a little hurried. Yeah, it's like <laughs> yeah. not. <laughs> um, so yeah, actually getting up in front of your family and friends and being like, "You guys are all holding me to this. 
I'm, I'm, I'm promising some stuff to this one. So if any of you, you see this thing going <laughs> south, it's on you. You got to help me out. Now let's talk budget. How did you guys, did you have a, 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 an amount of money in mind? Or did you say, I want these things and then we're just going to figure it out? This is the truly scary part of getting yeah. married. <laughs> yeah, well, that, this was actually a big sticking point on why I never just wanted a, a wedding. Because I, it, there was no way you could slice it where it wasn't a huge waste of money to me. Um, well, my wedding was very moderately priced. Yeah. And we spent, I mean, her parents spent, we probably spent a few, maybe three or four of our own money, but I think yeah. between twenty five and $30,000 yeah. oh, for a very moderate, yeah, that's the nothing thing. over the top, exactly. 180 people, yeah. uh, which is kind that's of big, big. Yeah. Uh, but $25,000. Yeah. And so nothing to sneeze at. Yeah. Which I would never do again. Is that like with honeymoon? No, no, that's just these numbers driving with, uh, we aren't that high yet, but it's, yeah. Well, I'm just saying it's different if you go at it. And I think that's what you guys are doing. If you're saying, I want to throw a big ass party. Yeah. I think you can bring that number down because when you approach certain people, their prices quadruple when you say wedding. Yeah, that's actually a trick uh, we've learned. Like, don't say you're renting stuff for a wedding because people just, uh, you know, bilk you for... It's the wedding industrial complex. It's, 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 <laughs> it's a real it's thing. It's a problem. Yeah. No, seriously. Um, but yeah, we're just trying to allocate the, the money towards the things we think are important, like food. And like the venue is nothing. That's and But it's also, it has its own charm. Uh-huh. But we didn't spend any money on the venue basically um because it wasn't it's in the neighborhood and that's what's important to us and it looks fine it's got its own sort of style so that's fine we're good to go we don't need like a beautiful golf resort but what is that like a couple thousand dollars no it was like a thousand bucks i think oh that's great yeah so and i think a lot of people spend like five to ten just on the venue and i don't think a lot of people like are like throwing they want the Masonic Lodge right there. <laughs> no, yeah, they're not like. I can oh, get down with know? that. That makes sense yeah. to me. I yeah, think it's might, just a big space. It's right? a, big a big space. Place. They use it for productions a lot. Um, they, I know they shoot stuff there because it had. They have a courtroom set that, which is where we're gonna have our ceremony, where they shoot all kinds of shows. Um, they shot Take My Wife there. I think we were talking to Rhea oh, Butcher. Cool. They shot OJ Simpson, the OJ Simpson show there. Um, so yeah, it's not a venue space, and we're learning, just going back and forth with them, trying to plan it. They're like, they're not really Johnny on the spot, the Masons, with like, <laughs> hey, can we come do a walkthrough? Hey, can we like pay you so we make sure we have it locked for the day? I'm like, no, you'll be good. I'm like, yeah, but maybe we could get it in writing because we got 140 people coming. So, um, but yeah, so that's a, yeah, nobody has their wedding at the Masonic Lodge, so it's priced. You get what you pay for. Um, Food. What else is, was important? Uh, what else was important? Uh, we, well, we were told the food and the music just needs to get a good DJ, which <laughs> we left to the last minute. And now we have, he's just 100% wedding DJ. His, <laughs> his name is DJ Pasha. Oh, yes. Um, so we'll see how that goes. I, <laughs> I've never been. He's like, I got a trust with a bunch of lights we'll put up. I'm like, oh my God. All right. <laughs> that's great, though. I think that's funny. Yeah. Because yeah. we were thinking, yeah, Spotify playlist or something, but we just want someone who's just going to like be on and like not be like a guy who's like, all right, let's get all the, you know, all the single ladies on the dance floor. It's like, don't interrupt the, the party too much, but also 
you can be a wedding DJ a little bit, I guess, if you need to, Pasha. So um, where, where are you guys going ap- afterwards? Uh, we don't have any plans yet for like a honeymoon. Um, our friends from Iowa are going to Palm Springs right after, so we're thinking about joining them. Oh, nice. Wendy's also working in New York a couple weeks after, so she's like, come to um, New York. We might go up to Niagara Falls. Uh, just cliche. Wendy always told me that she, she whispered this to me. She's like, if Dan asks Catalina, and I was like, okay. <laughs> are you, are you yeah. fucking kidding right now? Uh, yes. yes, Courtney. Come on. She, we've always talked about going to Catalina. <laughs> she went to Catalina recently with her girlfriends. And I was like, I thought Catalina was going to be our friend. Um, but yeah, I've always wanted to Catalina go to Catalina. Catalina appeals to me. That's why I didn't know if it was oh a joke. <laughs> I always use Catalina romantic. as a joke honeymoon spot. But then some people are like, oh, no, I think it sounds nice. And I'm like, okay, whatever. If you like ice cream. <laughs> I want to. I I am very interested in going to Catalina, just driving around <laughs> golf carts and seeing some buffalo. Well, yeah. that would be fun with your boys. You know yeah, what? That's there's a boys trip. You there's know what I mean? supposed yeah. to be some good hiking in Catalina. Oh yeah, you can do like a three day hike across. And yeah, camp. yeah. I've, I've looked into Catalina. All we're, right. We're thinking about it. So what? Let's get some top wedding planning tips from okay. this real life groomzilla. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. You're putting me in the hot seat. This is usually what I ask my guests on groomzillas. That's at Groomzilla's on Twitter. Um, <laughs> let's see. Everything that we've been told is uh, for the actual wedding day is make sure you eat. Um, and uh, so because Eric and I are both really nervous about, again, going back to the drunk thing, just getting way too hammered. Oh, yeah. Which I don't think is actually going to happen because um, when I think about it, I don't get out of hand. Um, but my brother-in-law got really drunk at his wedding and he regrets it. So, <laughs> like, But he well, didn't eat. You what time eat. do you start drinking? See, that's the question. Because um, the ceremony, like, is at four, I, I think. So, like, do you have like a little liquid courage before the ceremony, and then that, then you know, the you're going in warm open. after. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I think if you just stick to beer, you'll be fine. I think I'm going to be fine. I'm going to eat plenty, and I'm also, you know, going to be. It's it's sort of like. The bride and groom, I, I always imagine, do not have the best time at their own wedding uh-huh. just because nah. they're the host of the it wedding. It sucks, yeah. Um, so, but you, you know. get to fuck her for the first time afterwards. Totally. <laughs> and we'll see what that's like. <laughs> yeah, you, you can fi- they can fi- finally start doing it just that anal Christian way, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, know, I know she's been holding strong to that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the whole thing about us getting married was I just wanted to stay a virgin the whole time. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I think we're good doing like the You were just thing. scared of sex. I, yeah. want, I want all of you, Wendy. Even your front. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh my God. Um, yeah, I did. I actually have, have some friends who they weren't virgins, but they um, re virginized. They re virginized and waited. That's. And then got married. That's pretty cool. I mean, I think it's cool. A month or two before? No, their entire relationship. They, they never. They'd had sex with other people. Oh, really? They'd had sex with other people. I find that didn't... bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. I would, bizarre. I wouldn't do that. Yeah. Myself. I would want to just test it out. Take it, take it for a, a, a spin. A spin. Yeah. yeah. No well, way you're well, getting well, That's because we're adults. <laughs> they must have done that when they were very young, right? Uh, when they got married or when they... These, yeah, these people that you're referring to. No. They were older? Yeah. It was like a religion thing. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess, man. Sure, sure. <laughs> yeah. I do like what Teach I like... Totally. What I like so much about you guys's like story is that it's such a grown up like we have 
shit to do kind of like take on it yeah um yeah i i mean part of part of the relationship we i was not a grown-up so but yeah i feel like i don't know people our age or generation i feel like are always just waiting waiting for like the perfect person mm-hmm. and i'm not saying wendy isn't my perfect person I, I feel like she's my soulmate i'm i'm glad i found her but i feel like um <clears throat> I don't know, millennials, uh, zenials, whatever you want to call it. Um, I don't know. I, I, you guys they're can like speak to this. They're like hedging bets or something. Yeah, there's, right? they're, they're just always got a foot out the door a lot of times when well, it yeah, comes to... Well, yeah, you just to, want, you know, I think you're thinking, and you don't want to say like, oh, I think I can do better or anything like that, but I do think you just, it might be as simple as, man, we get along really well, we yeah. laugh a lot together, yeah. and we want the same things out of life. Yeah, that's all it, it takes. Yeah. Uh, which, yeah, that sounds like... Nope. I read something recently about how, like, our generation is the first one to have these, like, crazy expectations for our future partner to, like, help us fulfill all of our, not just, like, needs, but, like, you know, life wants or Truly whatever. be my best friend, my sex slave, like, H- all these Help me achieve one. my career goals, like, yeah. all the stuff. Yeah. And, like, that's a that's a tall order. Yeah, yeah we have yeah. to think about health insurance. I think we might be the first generation who's ever thought, like, can I get health insurance out of this bitch? Like, yeah. I, don't, yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, I mean, men have now, yeah, I'm sure we, maybe they did before, but I, I have, I know men and I, I know even me, I do that as, you have to think of all those different things, like a, like a true merger. And I know I've talked about this before on the show, but it's like, okay, how can we help each other in every way? And it's like, eh, it might not be, that's not what it is. Do, do you laugh a lot? Can, do you communicate well? Yeah. And do you want the same things out of life? Yeah. Yeah. I, and honestly, just looking back, that, I think that's what I finally realized. I, you know, cause I'm like, we've been together and it's been easy and fun for eight years. And, you know, why not be married? That's all marriage is. It's just like being together and ha- being successful and happy together. So as far as the other stuff, and like, you know, I, I think it's more interesting to do that thing together, um, you know, with a partner once you have the other stuff, uh-huh. if that makes sense. Like, uh-huh. I, I always kick, kick things down the road like, oh, can't have a baby till I do this. Can't have, you know, marriage until I accomplish this. But I think it's all one big jambalaya you just mix it together and and then you're dead (laughs) (laughs) it's a great way to end (laughs) so the people can find groomzillas wherever they get podcasts wherever they get podcasts it's uh foreverdognetworks.com is the the company but it's on itunes and stitcher and all your fave spots awesome everybody check that out new episodes every friday bye guys Hello, it is your partner, Big Boy, interested in giving back to your community while making new connections in your neighborhood. Introducing Neighbor to Neighbor, a California volunteers network that empowers you to take action, contribute to local needs, and be a part of something bigger than yourself. Visit caneighbors.com to learn more about how you can get to know your neighbor and strengthen your community. Neighbor to Neighbor, it takes a neighborhood. Hello.